Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. The Bible tells us that God was looking for a man to stand in the gap. This week, we're going to share some messages with you specifically geared toward men. I think it is men who will lead our culture and our country out of the social degradation, out of the spiritual dryness that we are experiencing. You are going to hear some messages that we spoke specifically toward men. We will also let you hear some messages from a previous men's gathering. At the end of today's broadcast, listen for the date and the time that the man in your life can come and join us in a citywide men's gathering to kick our new year off right for every man and every home. Now come and go with us as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. When I came to the the Lord Jesus Christ and I started applying the biblical principles in my life, one of those principles was tithing. So I've been a tither ever since I got saved in 1983 and I don't regret one penny I gave to the kingdom because every time I'd give to God, God would bless me more and I'd give more and God would bless me more. Money follows ministry. I became more interested in ministry than I became in money and God says since you're interested in ministry and you got some good principles, you're not going to have a, a need for money. See, we tend to think that ministry is just standing in the pulpit preaching. But man, I want to tell you this. The truth is, everything we do is serving and ministering. Whatever your profession is, whatever your assignment is, whatever your vocation is, that is ministry. If you're a truck driver or a carpenter or a mechanic, commit your work to the Lord. And your ways to the Lord. Proverbs 16.3 says, commit to the Lord whatever you do and your plans will succeed. You just don't commit yourself to the Lord when you come to the church. You commit everything you do to the Lord. I wouldn't start a business without offering it up to the Lord first. Lord, this is your business that you have in me to, to undertake and I'm giving it to you before I even get started. How do you want me to proceed? Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for men. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord's Christ you are serving. You can be a barber, you can be a butcher, you can be a driver, you can be whatever. And if you're working for the Lord, the Lord uh, honors that. And the Lord bless you. So when you're looking for work or a career, begin with the purpose of serving and using whatever gift or skill you have to minister to others. How can, how can I be a blessing to other people with what I'm doing? Okay, I know this is foreign information. You just, you thought the purpose for a job was to get a paycheck. That's not the purpose for a job. The purpose for a job is for God to work through you to reach others, whatever you're doing, and he'll give you a paycheck and other blessings on top of that. So if if the only reason you're going to that job is to get a paycheck, you're underestimating what God wants to do in your life. You know why? Because all you're looking for is a paycheck. And when somebody asks you to do something more than what you thought was your job assignment, you have a pet phrase you use. That ain't my job. 
But when you go on and say, what else can I do? How can I, how can I expand what I'm doing? How can I learn more? How can I grow more? The next thing you know, you'll have enough information to open your own business and be successful. But as long as you're getting a paycheck. One of my good friends is Vietnamese and I went to his factory where he was making uniforms and clothes and he had a bunch of people working in there and most of them were Vietnamese. I went back a year later and I went there and there were mostly the Vietnamese workers were gone. And I said to him, I said, uh, what happened to all your Vietnamese workers? He said, the Vietnamese will only work for you long enough to get enough money to go into business. That was a sobering thought. My folks ain't going to just sit over there on a sewing machine. They're going to be making these clothes on their own somewhere else. So you got to do more than just go look for a paycheck. I don't care if you start at McDonald's. You ought to be looking at how they run this business and how I can do it, get into the food business, the preparation business, the restaurant business, the delivery business. I'm just telling you. Otherwise, you're always complaining. No, I don't want to do nothing. I go into places and, and the young lady is at, at the counter. She's waiting on me. I said, you could, you, you look like you could be the manager. I don't want to be no manager. I ain't got time to be with these people. <laughs> How many times do you hear that? I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't want to do that. I'm like, why you don't want It's a different understanding. It's a different mindset. So we got to change our understanding, change our mindset. Otherwise, you're going to keep begging. Uh, I'm looking for a job. You got a job? No, you ought to be up there. If you work somewhere, you say, I could do this. I figured out how, how this get done. I told somebody yesterday, we ought to send somebody to work over there at one of those places that sell all that hair with them other folks uh, selling it. You get in there, your strategic espionage is to find out where they're getting it. So you just working, you be the best worker they got. You work in the warehouse, you work in the back, you looking at all the, 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 the packing slips and the, and the paperwork that come in. All you're doing is documenting where they're getting that stuff. Next thing you know, you're opening yours. We the one buying all the hair, but we ain't selling it. There's something wrong with that picture. And the man ought to say, baby, don't you come in this house with no more hair unless you figure out how to go sell it. Coming in here with all that hair. Find out where they're getting it from. I might get to whip it when I get home. <laughs> I might have to go buy me some hair. <laughs> where was I at? See, while you might be looking for money, God is looking for ministry. And if you're working with God, God knows how to bless you. And then secondly, you need to be a man of prayer and productivity. When a man put prayer and productivity together, you can expect great results. You can't just pray and not be uh, productive. And you shouldn't just try to be productive without prayer. Men, if success is important to you, pray. Prioritize your prayer life in all of your ways. 
Acknowledge the Lord and he will do what? He will direct your path in all of your ways. Acknowledge the Lord, he'll direct your path. A prayer man who makes his faith and his work will be productive and successful. Faith, prayer, and productivity, you're going to be, you're going to be successful. No one can hold you back. But your prayer and your productivity and ministry must be in a balance with one another. There was a man who was distressed on the job because uh, the boss told him to stop the witnessing. He was doing more witnessing than he was working. So when you're on the job, you can't get too much in ministry that you're not doing your work. I've had to do the same thing when I was a manager and I would had to tell the, the preacher that was working for me. I said, listen, you need to stop doing all this pre- preaching to these other folks while you're supposed to be working. I'm just trying to do the work of the Lord. Well, say, do the work of the Lord on your own time. My problem was at his lunch hour, he wasn't witnessing. He's over there eating his lunch. Well, take your lunch. You go and witness on your lunch hour then. We both be doing some work here on this job. You know what he called me? Pharaoh. <laughs> you Pharaoh. And my job is to get this work done. There's a time to work and you minister on your own time. You know, if you was just saying something uh, in passing, that's one thing. But when you done stopped and started leaning and, and holding long conversation and all this right in the middle of the work day. That's what I'm talking about. A loss of productivity will cause you a loss of income. And then let me go to this. We need a man who is consistent or I would say constant and eternal a man who has an eternal perspective in our society instant gratification has become a way of life in the church we've created drive-through and microwave Christians we can become frustrated when God doesn't answer our prayer instantly but God is not concerned with instant God is concerned with the constant with the with the firm with consistency. That's why Jesus said, if you would abide in me, that means stay here for a while and let my words abide in you. you let's stay together. Let's, let's keep this thing going. Let's get some consistency. Let's get some dependability. Abide with me. Rest with me. Stay with me. Fellowship with me. And then he said, you can ask for whatever you desire and it will be given to you. So God looks on our heart and is concerned with our our consistency, our character, and our worth. When we look at the life of Abraham, I was looking at this the other day. We look at the life of Abraham. The Bible says, wherever Abraham went, he pitched his tent and then he built his altar. His tent signifies that temporary dwelling place, but his altar was his place of worship. But we living in a place now where we will pitch our altar and then build our tent. Our altar, that thing that where we should be worshiping, we just throw it together very quickly. But our our tent where we live, we spend all of our effort trying to find us the right house, build that house, work real hard so we can get that house. And once we get that, We're dissatisfied because they just opened up a brand new subdivision behind a gated community by the lake and now we need to get over there. So we pitch our altar and we 
build our tent. That's our difference in our values. See, you can pitch your personality, but you got to build your character. You can't just pitch your character. It's got to be firm and built. See, you can pitch your hookup, but you got to build your marriage. When you just shacking, you just pitched it. That ain't marriage. You pitch your church attendance, but you build your spiritual life. I don't know who I'm talking to. See, in the church, God wants pillars who support the work, not posts who just pitch in. When the pressure comes, those who are pillars help stabilize the church. But those who are posts collapse under the weight of the pressure of the responsibility. God is looking for pillars. He's looking for, he's looking for those who, who would build something and not just pitch something. When Abraham pitched his tent, he knew he going to pick that tent up and he going to move. But when he built that altar, he knew every time he come by that place, he can kneel down at that altar because it's still there and it's firm. This is Jerry G. Martin, and you've been listening to messages that we have geared directly to men. God is looking for a man that will stand in the gap. And if there ever was a time that men need to stand tall, it is now. We are needed in our homes. We are needed in our schools. We are needed in our community. We are needed in our church to stand tall and seek God first in righteousness and then be responsible to carry out the mission that God has given every man to lead. I hope you enjoyed today's message, and if you would like to listen to it again, you can do so on our podcast, The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Let me share with you that we have been promoting a men's gathering on January the 7th at 7 p.m. Due to the current COVID situation, we thought it would be prudent to postpone that gathering in person so that we can keep our community safe and our home safe. We are going to, however, have a men's prayer meeting online. You can join us at 7 o'clock, January the 7th. There are several pastors who are going to be there and they're going to lead out in prayer for our homes, our community, our country, and our families. Join us Friday, January the 7th at 7 p.m. Go to the website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org to join us on our live streaming. For more information, call us at 281-964-1393. That's 281-964-1393. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you. And we'll be with you again next time.